You are listening to River City Revival. This is Reverend Liz Jackson. Today's sermon is Reality and Society, History of Scalping People for Hair, Isaiah chapter 3, verse 16 through 24. As always, in the description box of this podcast, you will find a link to the Lion's Tears Ministry where you can read and study this information on your own and build your relationship with our one true creator. People of all skin tones use human hair to create weaves, extensions, and wigs. Living in the St. Louis area with a beauty supply shop on every corner got me wondering where all this human, authentic hair comes from. When we oppress others in the name of anything, in this case beauty, we are no better than those who kill and destroy. People say they want equality, inclusion, civil liberty, but how can you continue to use products like real human hair knowing there is a horrific price paid in order to get that hair? You cannot, because then you are a hypocrite, and you cannot claim to love the Lord God Almighty, Abba Yah, and continue to do things that his word goes against while in the name of self-preservation. If you're unfamiliar, hypocrisy is defined as the practice of claiming to have moral standards or beliefs to which one's own behavior does not conform or pretense. The hair you buy is sacrificed to other gods. Purchasing this hair is you paying tribute and bowing down to the gods in which the sacrifice of scalping was done, and you are serving them by purchasing this hair. Exodus 20, 1 through 6. And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. This sermon is going to tell you exactly what happens when women and children are scalped for your beauty needs and how you cannot be a real child of the Most High God while practicing in this cruel act of violence. The sermon will also discuss how to grow your own natural hair by changing your diet and how you live. And it frustrates me because I've done this sermon and it makes me sad. It really does, knowing what I know, and you will know what I know after I deliver this message to you, and it should infuriate you because it does me. I am all about equality. I've never owned hair extensions. I've never purchased fake hair. I've never 
partook in any of that. So it was foreign to me to really understand why people buy human hair in the first place, all because they want to look good. And that's vanity, brothers and sisters. That is vanity. And this vanity is in the Bible. And we're going to read Isaiah chapter 3, verse 16 through 24. Moreover, the Lord said, because the daughters of Zion are haughty and walk with stretched forth necks and wanton eyes, walking and menacing as they go and making a tinkling with their feet. Therefore, the Lord will smite with a scab the crown of the head of the daughters of Zion, and the Lord will discover their secret parts. And that day the Lord will take away the bravery of their tinkling ornaments about their feet and their calls and their round tires like the moon, the chains and the bracelets and the mufflers, the bonnets and the ornaments of the legs and the headbands and the tablets and the earrings, the rings and nose jewels, the changeable suits of apparel and the mantles and the wimples and the crisping pins, the glasses and the fine linen and the hoods and the veils. And it shall come to pass that instead of sweet smell, the, there shall be a stink, and instead of a girl, a rent, and instead of a well-set hair, baldness, and instead of a stomacher, a girding of sackcloth, and burning instead of beauty. We find more references in Enoch chapter 8, verse 1 through 2, because the fallen angel Azazel taught men to make swords and knives and shields and breastplates and make known to them the metals of the earth and the art of working them and bracelets and ornaments and the use of antimony and the beautifying of the eyelids and all kinds of costly stone and all coloring tinctures. And there arose much godlessness and they committed fornication and they were led astray and became corrupt in all their ways. So that is what happened. Azazel taught us how to be beautiful, which beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So who is your beholder? Is that God or is that you? Are you looking into your mirror being vain? There's no problem with wanting to look good as long as it's not coming from a heart or mind frame of vanity. If you're trying to look good because you take a thousand Instagram photos like Kim Kardashian or whatever the case may be, and you think you're just this hot sack of woman, then you might want to check yourself. I'm just saying, because vain is not beauty. There's a difference. Now we're going to look at top human hair exporters by country. This comes from World Stop or WorldstopExporters.com. And I have a chart on the ministry website. It states below are the 15 countries that exported the highest dollar value worth of human hair during 2019. Again, statistics from 2020 are not yet available for most statistical information. It's not been compiled for real. Especially with COVID, things are behind. 
But anyway, um, Hong Kong, U.S. dollars in the amount of 30.2, per, 51.9% of total human hair exports. So most of your hair is coming from China. India with 19 million, which is 32.5%. United Kingdom of 2.4 million dollars. The United States is 945,000. Burma is 890,000. Brazil is 740,000. So FYI, ladies, your Brazilian hair may not always be 100% Brazilian hair. Something to think about. And that, again, is the top human hair exporters by country. And there are very different types of hair that you need to understand if you are unfamiliar with the hair industry. So we're going to look at virgin hair. And this comes from maven.com. And they state, first things first, let, let's get to know virgin hair. Want to sport the healthiest looking locks? Go for virgin hair. This kind of natural human hair has never been dyed, colored, permed, or chemically processed. In fact, there's a chance that it's never been exposed to blow dryers or other heated styling tools, which is idea if you're looking for extensions, extensions, excuse me, that can last multiple wears. Since there's no damage to the strands, most virgin hair tends to be stronger and last longer than other options. The most virgin hair collected starts out straight. You'll easily find bundles that have had their texture altered to create various curl patterns via a steaming process. You can also find dyed virgin hair, which means the hair has color for the very first time during or after collection when the hair was healthiest. Next, we have something called Remy hair. Again, this comes from maven.com. If you do any hair shopping online, you've probably seen the term Remy hair. But what does it actually mean? True Remy hair is considered the creme de la creme of hair options. The best of the best. It refers to the quality and grade of the hair. It's 100% human hair, which usually comes from donors ranging from one single donor to a small few cut or shaved straight from the scalp. Because it's real hair, it's safe to wash, dye, cut, and style like natural hair. It can also withstand heat like natural hair, so you can feel comfortable taking your favorite barrel wand to it. Another perk of Remy hair is that the cuticles are still intact and not stripped. Intact cuticles lay flat and protect the locks, making them appear extra shiny. The strands also all face the same direction from root to tip, which gives it that smooth and sleek look you know and love. And with all the hair naturally flowing in one direction, it's less likely to knot and tangle. Next, we have synthetic hair, and this comes from wigs.com. Synthetic hair. With technological advances, synthetic hair has come a long way in recent years. In some cases, it is difficult to tell the difference. The density and texture are such that they feel almost like human hair. As a matter of fact, with some of the higher quality synthetic pieces, you would never know that they were not natural human hair if you didn't have the human hair right next to you to compare it. 
The most appealing aspect to synthetic hair is it can often be worn right out of the box with little or no styling. The fiber used has memory or wave curl and volume, which lets hair bounce back into place with minimal effort. The curl pattern is permanently set. It can even hold up in bad weather and can guarantee no drooping or frizzing. However, what synthetic hair offers in ease, it lacks in versatility. It cannot be styled to look many different ways like its human hair counterparts. Only special heat-friendly synthetic hair is heat-stylable to change the curl pattern. Keep in mind, even the heat-friendly fiber can be difficult to style as synthetic fiber is more resistant to change. Synthetic hair is also less durable than human hair. With proper care, you can expect synthetic wigs and hair pieces to last about four to six months. Heat-friendly synthetic hair lasts about two to three months. It's important to follow our care recommendations in order to get the optimal lifespan from your hair. So my real question is, where does all this hair come from? How is all this hair obtained? These are the questions you need to start asking yourself if you claim to be a child of God. So nine insane facts about the human hair used in wigs and extensions. This comes from Cosmopolitan. I pulled out numbers two, three, and eight because they were the most important. Number two says the majority of human hair used in wigs and extensions come from India and China. Religious people make pilgrimage to temples such as Venkatesvara Temple in Trumla, India, where they shave or tonsure their heads in a ritual of devotion. Hundreds of barbers shave a new person's head every five minutes, leaving bloody scalps and hairballs all over the ground. The temple takes these strands, which can get up to 30 inches long, and sells them at an auction. Hair from the scalp can cost $700 a pound, but when it gets purchased at auction, it's not really in great shape. Sweat, blood, and lice can be found in the hair, which ends up in warehouses that reek of mildew and fungus. People buying wigs are not too concerned about the ethics of where wigs come from or how they are made, and this is a problem. Though most human hair comes from India and China, only a fraction of that hair comes from the temples. Where the rest come from, we have no idea. A regional minister for textiles and commerce in India told The Guardian in 2006, Still, the mysterious origins of all that hair doesn't bother consumers. They just want to know that it's hygienic. So, again, we have the world screaming equality, freedom, oppression, end oppression, liberation, blah, 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 blah. But if we are partaking in said hindrances and causing people to be oppressed, then we're part of the problem. And we're going to learn about how hair shops and our patronage to buying human temple hair and other hair is an abomination to the Lord God. So, again, let's continue. Indian sacrifices keep the West supplied with hair. 
This comes from the nationalnews.com. Excuse me. Hairs offered as a sacrifice to hundreds of thousands of gods in the Hindu Parthenon for reasons as diverse as seeking a ward off ill health or to want to bring luck and fortune. The practice is common in southern India, especially at temples in Tamil Nasu state where people from all over the country come to be shaved. Indian women like Anandi Paraswami are the mainstay of the industry, even if their lives are a world away from the fancy salons in the United States and Europe where demand for hair extensions is high. She states our favorite god is Lord Mugra. We had lots of problems, like debt, many types of problems, said Perm Swami, a 45-year-old mother of two. I had prayed for my son to get married. I had promised that if he gets married, then I would offer my hair. The marriage took place a few months ago, and she came to Turtani to uphold her part of the bargain. So if you don't find that to be an issue, claiming that you are the child of the one true king, then you may not understand the concept of idols and sacrificing to other gods. And I pray that you do. Real Indian hair um, comes from indianhair.net. And this is, again is about temple hair. The temple town of Tirupathi in South India is the largest pilgrimage where thousands uh, practice tonsure daily. Here they tribute to the god lord Balji, kind of sounds like Baal in the Bible, doesn't it, for the blessings he may have bestowed upon them. It is their way of showing their gratitude. This practice is also symbolic of sacrifice of material beauty and false egos by one. And IndianHair.net is the largest direct supplier of human hair in the U.S. All our products are laboratory certified for quality is what IndianHair.net has to say. So while you're looking amazing, these women are selling themselves to survive is our next segment. You may think, okay, so my buying hair is helping them. But let me ask you this. How much does five to eight dollars get you every day? Not much. If you want to make a difference, then you need to actually start standing up for the equality of those who are less fortunate than us, rather than spending our money on hair just to look good. So, selling for survival in Cambodia. This comes from Yahoo.com. Phnom Phen, Cambodia, is dusty, developing, and rifle with suffering, yet culturally rich and bustling. In this desperately poor country, women sell their bodies, their hair, and sometimes their daughters to put food on the table. Even my hotel was a reminder of the desperate circumstances here, with a sign that read, Please do not participate in the sex trade. One Cambodian woman told me, I'll sell my hair before my body to feed my family. My hair grows back. About 45 miles outside the city, 
the author of this Yahoo post writes, I visited a village where women cut hair to be sold as extensions. There were about 80 families with little to no food, clothes, or electricity. I saw only one man, and when I asked him to show me his wife, he responded by pointing to a group of women. Women between the ages of 18 and 60 are lined up to sell their hair. The women made it very clear they don't cut the young girl's hair, receiving 20000 to 33000 regal, which is about $5 to $8 in exchange. Every four to six months, a collector comes to the village to purchase the hair. Traders take hair. This is from ABC.net, which states, sometimes traders simply take hair. Whether that means forcibly shaving it from the heads of Russian prisoners or stealing it in places as unconscious as shopping centers. I was held down by a gang of men who hacked at my hair, one Indian woman told the observer. I know other women who have been blackmailed and threatened to shave their own heads. In some cases, their husbands have received money for their hair and ordered their wives to have their heads shaved. A Ukrainian woman's personal story. This is from truthdig.com, which states on average, Ukrainian women earn less than $150 a month and they are vulnerable to exploitation by capitalists who cash in on desperation. It is no surprise that another booming industry in Ukraine is mail-order brides. We buy hair for the highest price, reads an advertisement on a lamppost on a street of rundown apartment buildings in the outskirts of Kiev. The haircut is for free. Julia Stutz is a freelance wig maker and hairstylist working from her apartment in suburban Kiev. Stats at one time bought hair from China, but in recent years has switched to synthetic hair, which she tells the writer is of high quality and very authentic looking. I asked to interview Stats about her experience working with human hair, but soon she was recounting a story from her childhood in the rural western part of the city. I faced hair traders in my childhood, Stetz said. In 1993, when I was only 13, the broker gave me $7 for my hair, and it was a painful experience. He had promised me $50, but he told me my hair was bad quality and less than he had thought, despite my hair being thick and very long, she said. There were a lot of girls they tricked like that. It was like a fraud. The broker said that Stetz's parents... Um, for permission, uh, the broker did not ask Stet's parents for permission before cutting her hair, and she said he treated her like garbage. He saw I needed money and just exploited me. This happens in rural China, just the same, said Stet's, who on discovering this decided to stop working with human hair. There are young women who want to find money to study or get their own life, and here comes the businessmen, so they sell what they can of themselves. So how does that make you feel? That is my question. Again, I've never bought hair, and if I ever go bald, I plan on buying synthetic hair because I will never live with another person's hair on my head knowing that they could have been raped, beat, um... 
exploited in any manner, taken advantage of. I am a woman of three daughters who my oldest two were molested and sodomized. I have been raped, molested, abused. I would never want to have caused someone else's heartache because I want hair extensions down to my butt. And I want them to be, you know, a different color of blonde. And I want them to be curly. I would not live with myself knowing that I could have caused the exploitation of someone else. Next, inside the hidden hair factories. This comes from ABC.net. Little is known about the conditions for the workers who process and bundle the hair, but reports suggest that they're not receiving a fair wage. Journalists from the New Zealand Herald snuck inside hair facilities in Taiyi, China, and found gated communities that smell of stagnant peroxide. More than a thousand workers are inside, some paid as little as $2 an hour, and nearly all female. They sit on small wooden stools, combing the hair through nails, soaking it in conditioner, and dyeing it in metal barrels. So while we here in the United States are fighting for $15, the person in China doing your hair only makes two bucks an hour, if that. Again, we can't scream we want equality and equal rights and freedom and whatever else we're screaming if we're the cause of someone else's pain. Gangs targeting women for hair. This again comes from truthdig.com. In 2013, police in the Venezuelan city of Maracabo hunted a gang of thieves who were targeting women for their long hair. The Piranha gang hacked women's hair right off their heads. Sometimes they had guns. In 2006, The Guardian reported that in India, men were forcing their wives and children to sell their hair, and hair brokers were holding children down and cutting off their hair. Last year in East Jerusalem, the writer spoke with a Palestinian woman who told them that they had her hair stolen by a gang of young men when she was eight years old. She assumed that her hair had gone to make wigs for Hardy, which is an Orthodox Jewish sect, women, a highly profitable business in parts of the Middle East. And what is a sermon without forced child labor? And this is from CNN. Until earlier this year, Keaton Holland had been a major supplier of synthetic hair products to a Texas-based company called Eye and Eye Hair. Its main product, Easy Braid, is the top-selling hair braid at Be Polished. When I found out about the forced labor, honestly, I was shocked, Watkins said. I don't want to participate or support in anything that goes against what I personally believe in. I and I hair stopped shipping from Haitian Holland in the early 2020 when the company learned about the allegations of forced labor. 
CNN has documented multiple testimonies of people who escaped from the camps, including women who say they were tortured, sexually assaulted, and forced to undergo sterilization procedures, all accusations in which China has denied. Leaked Chinese documents seen by CNN show that people can be sent to a camp for perceived infractions, which range from wearing a headscarf or a long beard, holding a passport, or having too many children. Former Xinjiang resident Yerjin Kerman had moved to Kazakhstan with his family in 2015. He returned to visit his mother in 2018, but was then swiftly taken to a political educational school. Another former Xinjiang resident, Gulza Alkan, said she was also thrown into a camp when she returned to the region from Kazakhstan to visit her family in 2017. Cameras monitored us everywhere, says Alkan, who is also ethnically Kazakh. If we cried, they would handcuff us. If we moved, they would also handcuff us. They would allow us to go to the toilet for only two minutes. If anyone exceeded that time, they would hit us with electric sticks. Alkazan says the authorities told her she came from a terrorist country, and then they cut my hair and took my blood sample. So again, can you honestly say you know where your hair is coming from? The article continues to state several other women have previously told CNN they had their hair forcibly removed during internment. They cut off our hair, made us bald, says Galbecker. Jalava, an ethnic Ulgur from Kazakhstan, now living in Istanbul after escaping the camp system. Everything was gone. Nothing. And I had long hair. So the exploitation of those who are less fortunate than your beauty needs need to end. Needing to feel beautiful no longer matters because of the cost and the indoctrination and the lack of self-esteem and self Worth is what needs to be focused on. Trying to fit into what society tells you you should look like is a factor as well. And you need to leave the worldly love and cling to Abba Yah the rest of your life. Now that you know what really happens with hair and how all these beauty shops have hair that claim they're natural but are really scalped from women and young children. Next, we're going to learn how to grow our own hair naturally. And this doesn't matter what pigmentation your skin is. Everybody can grow their own hair. And this comes from Healthline.com. Healthline states, by massaging your scalp, Massaging the scalp can help restore your hair growth and can be used in conjunction with hair oils and masks. This stimulates the scalp and can improve hair thickness, says a trusted source. Taking the time to massage your scalp each day can also help you relieve stress and tension. It's thought that stretching forces during the massage encourage hair growth and thickness in the dermal palpia cells. Aloe vera. Aloe vera has long been used for treating hair loss. It also soothes the scalp and conditions hair. It can reduce 
dandruff, and on black hair follicles that may be blocked by excess oil. You can apply pure aloe vera gel to your scalp and hair a few times per week. You can also use shampoo and conditioner that contain aloe vera. Fish oil. Consuming omega, or omega fatty acids excuse me, can help to improve your hair from the inside since they are filled with nutrients and proteins. Taking an omega supplement along with antioxidants helps to improve hair density and diameter. It also reduces hair loss. Omega fatty acids help your cells to work correctly and can boost immunity, leading to better overall health. Follow the manufacturer's recommended dosage. Next, we're going to look at the best 14 foods to grow hair. This also comes from Healthline. I did not um, list all 14 foods, which is why it's important to do your own research and vet this information so that you can understand that when we scream, we want equality, we want oppression to end, and we're not taking the lead and oh, ending oppression, but are causing oppression of others, then we're a hypocrite, and we learned about that. So we need to take the initiative. Again, change starts with ourselves, within our homes, and then our communities. So how we can change ourselves? We can start eating better. Eggs are a great source of protein and biotin, two nutrients that may promote hair growth. Eating adequate protein is important for hair growth because hair follicles are made of mostly protein. A lack of protein in the diet has been shown to promote hair loss. Biotin is essential for the production of hair protein called keratin, which is why biotin supplements are often marked for hair growth. Research has also shown that consuming more biotin can help improve hair growth in people with a biotin deficiency. However, biotin deficiencies are uncommon if you consume a balanced diet. There is little evidence to show healthy people benefit from consuming more biotin, and eggs are also a great source of zinc, selenium, and other hair-healthy nutrients. This makes them one of the best foods to consume for optimal hair health. I personally use natural shampoos. I wash and massage my scalp every day. I do not want the uh, wind or the dirt from the wind or, you know, whatever other environmental contaminants on my head. So I wash and I massage and I use natural products. And I promise you, my hair grows. It is about three months since I got a haircut and normally I'll cut it below my ears and now it's a little bit below my shoulders. So... I eat healthy. I eat berries. Berries are loaded with beneficial compounds and vitamins that may promote hair growth. This includes vitamin C, which has strong antioxidant properties. Antioxidants can help hair follicles against damage from harmful molecules called free radicals. These molecules exist naturally in the body and the environment. 
For example, one cup of strawberries provides an impressive 141% of your daily vitamin C needs. Also, the body uses vitamin C to produce collagen, a protein that helps strengthen hair to prevent it from becoming brittle and breaking. I've gotten, oh, sorry. I've gotten my daughters to incorporate spinach, at least my youngest one, because um, she'll eat what I eat, and I'll put spinach in salads. Um, my middle daughter got used to eating raw spinach in our salads. I put it in my eggs when I make an omelet. So you have to get creative because spinach is a healthy green vegetable that is loaded with beneficial nutrients like folate, iron, vitamins A and C, all which may promote hair growth. Vitamin A helps the skin glands produce sebum. This oily substance helps moisture the scalp and keep hair healthy. A cup, which is 30 grams of spinach, provides up to 54% of your daily vitamin A needs. Spinach is also a great plant-based source of iron, which is essential for hair growth. Iron helps red blood cells carry oxygen throughout the body to fuel your metabolism and aid in growth and repair. Next is sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes are a great source of beta carotene. The body converts this compound into vitamin A, which is linked to good hair health. A medium sweet potato, which is about 114 grams, contains enough beta carotene to provide more than four times your daily vitamin A needs. Research has shown that vitamin A promotes the production of sebum, which helps keep your hair healthy. What's more, vitamin A could also speed up the rate of hair growth and encourage the growth of thicker hair, all while preventing other hair follicles from regressing. So there are foods that we need to avoid if we are trying to grow our natural healthy hair and diet soda is one of them. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but even though Diet Coke might be great for your weight, it's not good for your hair. This is because diet drinks substitute real sugar for artificial sweeteners, specifically one named aspartame. According to the FDA, aspartame can cause hair loss and hair thinning, but remember, only if consumed excessively. To avoid this chemical, always read the label carefully to consume the FDA-approved quantity and replace other artificial sweeteners with natural ones like honey. Honey is amazing. You need to also avoid sugar. It is official that you stop sugar this year. You've probably heard the countless times, New Year's resolution, but now you have a reason because you really want to grow your hair naturally and stop exploiting children and young women in other countries. So your hair is made out of protein. Your hair needs protein to grow and sugar hinders the absorption of protein. Just like you should steer clear of artificial sweeteners, you should also avoid eating foods that contain high sugar, like those starchy whites, such as white rice, white bread, 
and white yams, which I assume are potatoes. Fast food. I know St. Louis. I drive DoorDash. People love the convenience of fast food. But do you really know where all your food is coming from? That's a good sermon for another day. This one should be most obvious, but is the one we avoid hearing. Anything that isn't great for your health isn't good for any part of your body. Those delicious greasy burgers, fries, translate into greasy scalp, which can clog your pores and lead to hair loss. You don't like clogged pores on your face? So why would you want clogged pores on your scalp? Brothers and sisters, it's time to do what is right in Abba Yah's eyes and not our own. You need to stop buying hair. Learn how to help those who are selling themselves to the demons, destroying lives and keeping women in slavery. If you stop buying hair, put the money aside and find an actual organization that helps exploited women. And actually do something to help them. For you cannot serve the Lord God Almighty and continue to destroy women while crying out for equality. It does not work that way. If you want equality, you have to give equality. Therefore, you need to stop buying hair and grow your own. And it's that simple. It really is. Brothers and sisters, especially my sisters, we are told every day what we need to look like. We are told what is sexy. Sex appeal is what sells the hair. It's a marketing strategy. While you have mothers and daughters scraping by every day and businessmen coming and raping them most likely because I don't see them just you know scalping hair I see them raping women and molesting children all so that they can feed their families but it's time that we take I don't even know honestly how much hair costs because I've never bought it I've never looked at it when I go into a beauty supply store. I've never paid attention to it. Other than the fact that beauty supply shops are everywhere. They claim it's real hair. And I wanted to know where that hair came from. And now we know. So if maybe your calling is to gather up your girlfriends and learn about this subject... And take a stand. Take all the beauty supply funds that you are going to use while getting your hair braided with someone else's hair. And create an organization that helps women who are destroying their lives, who are being destroyed, who are being kept in a slavery mind. And put your money to use. That money will go further than what you could ever imagine. That money would benefit even one person and change the lives of every person that person meets. Because again, it only takes 
one of us to get the ball going. And the ball on human hair, that is an industry that needs to end. And you need to start caring about the ethics, values, and morals that go into harvesting that hair. So again, everything is written on the ministry website. I have every link that you need that can at least get you started and pointed in the right direction. Because I'm not trying to bash nobody. Again, every woman of every skin shade uses fake hair, or in this case, real hair from exploited women. And this sermon, I guess, is more for women because I don't know if men use human hair or not. But sisters, if we're supposed to stand together, then we need to stand together with everyone around the world. If we're fighting for equality for women, we need to fight for equality of women all around the world. And some of our habits need to end. And hair extensions and weave and someone else's hair is where you can make that change. And then start implementing changes throughout the rest of your life. It just is heartbreaking to me. Knowing that people don't think about this. Because you you really should. Like, you should question, where do things come from? And then it's an eye-opening reality. And it makes you want to change. Or it should. So, as always, it's never goodbye. But I'll see you later. <laughs>